This week's edition of the Sunday Wire. I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. We're streaming out live on the Alternate Current Radio Network and also at 21stCenturyWire.com. This is episode 354 of this weekly Omnibus News Analysis Radio Program special Christmas, pre-Christmas edition of Listening in the Background. You can hear that's the chairman of the board, the chairman of the board, Frank Sinatra, with what I think is the greatest rendition of Jingle Bells ever recorded. Uh, so a nice way to usher in this holiday week. And we've got a fantastic show lined up for you today. We're going to be sprinkling a bit of Christmas cheer uh, amongst all the sort of dark and twisted news that's coming out right now. It's unbelievable. They're really trying hard to cancel Christmas. I mean, they're really, really going for it. So they're, they're attacking Santa Claus. They're attacking Santa Claus. So Santa Claus is apparently dead, uh, and he's been usurped. Santa Claus used to determine who is naughty or nice, and now he's been, I think this is a, a hostile coup, if you will, with Christmas. Santa Claus, follow me on this, has been usurped by Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Santa Claus is not in the North Pole. Santa Claus is in Switzerland, okay? Santa Claus is got another plan for for the world. It's called the Great Reset. That's Santa Claus, very different. Instead of bringing presents, that's, the new Santa will be taking things from you. Uh, according to the new Santa Claus, that in the future, you will own nothing and be happy. You will rent everything. This makes more sense. This is sustainable. This is part of the Great Reset, says Santa Claus. So, you know, that's, if, if you want to call it a coup, that's how I see it. But anyway, so, so everyone's calling to cancel Christmas. Now, th th there's been some outrageous propaganda that's been going here. I'll play one of those. So this is the, this is the governor of Michigan. Her name is Gretchen Whitmer. She's recently... Uh, been a pr uh, there's an impeachment probe in the state of Michigan. She was also caught abusing her own lockdown laws, and, and which is what we've seen in Texas, in California, all these, uh, also New York, really, all these Democratic-run states. They're putting these harsh lockdown regimes, and the uh, mayors, governors, and so forth, they're not even following their own rules. They have a double standard. Uh, so here's Gretchen Whitmer. She's one of these authoritarian governors in Michigan 
And this was her little Christmas message where she brought in the children and put this out on, on TV and social media. It's absolutely, I don't know. Listen to it and tell me what you think. Go ahead and roll this. Does anyone have a question for Santa Claus? Santa, do you have to wear a mask? When I'm in my workshop with all my elves, we all are masked up in social distancing. Everyone has been testing negative. We're still getting tested. I think we're so far up north that it might not be getting to us, but we're not going to take any chances. We're all going to mask up. We're all going to wash our hands and we're all going to stay six feet apart. Hi, how can we keep people safe for Christmas? What I would suggest to do is what the governor is telling all the people of the great state of Michigan to do. Social distance, wash your hands, and make sure you wear your mask when you're outside your home. So uh, this is, I mean, there's just, I don't know what to say about this. I saw this clip. We posted it on our live blog. If you go to the show page at 21st Century Wire for the Sunday Wire, this below the show page now, we have a live blog. I've put that Gretchen Whitmer clip in there. And uh, we've also got a live chat room. Now, hello to everybody in the chat room. Thank you for for jumping in uh, there at the live blog and chat room. But look, there is a Stepford Wives type quality to Gretchen Whitmer. I can't really put my finger on it. A lot of people are with me on this, by the way. There's just something that's not right about this woman. And uh, she's really enjoying the power uh, that this, quote, pandemic has given her. But but what these little ditties that they're really targeting kids and they're also targeting the parents who, quite frankly, these days aren't much smarter than the kids. But what they're doing is dismantling the mystique of Santa Claus, because when we were growing up, Santa was always painted as the guy who could do the impossible. That was the whole point. Santa could do the impossible. How could he possibly hit all these houses and deliver all these presents on one night with with reindeer and, and some sleigh? I mean, how is that even possible? That was the whole point of the uh, of the legend, is that it is impossible, but yet he did it anyway. So there's something kind of, Santa had to be a super smart technology that we couldn't even imagine, multi-dimensional time travel possibly. I mean, who knows how he did it, but it was just an unbelievable thing, and he brought fun and cheer and so forth. That's part of the mystique, the Santa legend. That's the thing that, you know, really ignites the imagination of children everywhere. It's not such a, a bad thing, in my opinion. I'm sorry if that sounds so passe, okay? But so what they've done is they've turned, say, listen to that Santa just now. He sounds like a complete dweeb. Santa's like a complete helpless snowflake. Everybody put your mask on and stand six feet apart. I mean, just what, what a total defeatist and a loser Santa is with this really hokey uh, Midwestern accent that's totally over the top. People don't actually talk like that. Maybe they talk like that. I don't know. But they don't, normal people don't sound that stupid. But somehow they turn Santa into this completely lobotomized uh, drone that's uh, under the thumb of, of Governor Whitmer. Okay, now that's just a warm-up. Let's go, let's go big time now. Anthony Fauci. So they're all calling for canceling Christmas. Cancel Christmas. We need to cancel Christmas. 
And some people have made made bookings, have booked plane tickets, uh, who train tickets, driving, whatever. And then the government's coming at the last minute and saying, no, 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 cancel it. And they're shutting borders. I mean, they're really going for people. This is a full-on attack on tradition, on culture, on families. This is about keeping people apart. This is what the government are intentionally trying to do. They say it's to keep you safe. They have no idea what they're doing. And it's not going to make a damn difference uh, whether whether you're, it's not going to make you safe or unsafe. The data shows that, the data proves the lockdowns have almost no effect in terms of the overall picture, uh, in terms of any real uh, epidemic. We're not talking about the case-demic, the PCR-driven fake case-demic. No, 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 we're talking about is there a real pandemic, okay? So who, who's, who's running point now on this? So... Again, using the children uh, to, to to push this idea that we need to somehow collectively sacrifice for the good of the uh, of the masses by canceling Christmas. You know, do your do your duty for humanity by not seeing your family. It's very counterintuitive, but yet this is what they're pushing. So cancel Christmas, cancel Christmas. So we're saying what we're saying at the Sunday Wire is not to cancel Christmas, but we need to can- cancel Fauci or p- and people like Fauci. They need to be canceled. They need to resign, be fired. Who knows? I mean, Gavin Newsom, I'll get to him in a minute. He's the governor of California. Talk about intoxication. So the power has gone to her he- his head. It's either the power that's gone to his head or it's the amount of gel that he puts in his hair every day. I can't, I don't know which is which. He might be under some sort of, you know, he might be chemically imbalanced because of the amount of hair products that he puts in his hair. But, so we'll get to him in a minute. So cancel Fauci. Don't cancel Christmas. Cancel Fauci. Fauci is the real Grinch. These people are, they're literally the embodiment of the Grinch that stole Christmas. Klaus Schwab is Blofeld. Fauci is the Grinch. And he looks like the Grinch as well. He's like a bad, like, I wish Mel Brooks was still doing films because he could totally pastiche Fauci. I mean, just really take him to the, uh, to the cleaners on this. It was just too easy. I'm surprised nobody's done it yet. So cancel Fauci. So what's Fauci doing? Fauci is, so I'm going to play you a clip. And what I contend is, this is the closest you'll see Anthony Fauci coming to telling the truth. Go ahead and roll this. This is CNN, by the way. No surprise. Um, and Elmo's back for something else that I think is on a lot of kids' minds. Elmo's friend has a question about Santa Claus. How did Santa get the vaccine? And is it safe for him to go in the house? How can Santa Claus safely give out presents with COVID-19 spreading everywhere? How can you do it? Will Santa still be able to visit me in coronavirus season? What if he can't go to anyone's house or near his reindeer? Well, I have to say I took care of that for you because I was worried that you'd all be upset. So what I did a little while ago, I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself I measured his level of immunity, and he is good to go. He can come down the chimney, he can leave the presents, 
He can leave and you have nothing to worry about. Santa Claus is good to go. Dr. Fauci, you've made so many kids around <laughs> the world so happy just now. Dr. Fauci, look, thank you so much for being with us today. I, I think we, I speak for everybody, probably in the world, I'm thanking you for all of your hard work, all of your diligence in helping us fight this coronavirus. We wish you a happy, healthy holiday, and I might add, a happy 80th birthday on Christmas Eve as well, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much, Sanjay. Thank you, Eric. It's great to be with you. Thank you for thank having you. me. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. He's just turned 80 as well. I mean, retire already. Retire already. 40-something years uh, in the gatekeeping position for the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, is it, you, have you done enough? No, he hasn't done enough. I mean, when, is, when are we going to be rid of this uh, guy? Thank you for all your hard work you've done, Dr. Fauci. I speak for people all over the world. Anthony Fauci has done nothing in the last nine months to benefit humanity uh, during the pandemic. Whether you believe in the, the, the scale and the type of pandemic it is that they're, they're pushing or whether you don't, he's done nothing. What Anthony Fauci has done is he's done a lot for the pharmaceutical industry. He's done a lot for big corporations, for big tech, for big government. That's who he's done a lot for. He hasn't done anything for humanity. He's done nothing. In fact, uh, if anything, he has increased the suffering. He's put tens of millions of people, maybe more, many more, maybe hundreds of millions of people into, on the aggregate on the unemployment lines. Because of what he said and the lies that he's told from the beginning and the half-truths and the just made up. So what he just said there, saying that he went to vaccinate Santa, that's more truthful than half the stuff that he's stood up there in front of the television and mumbled since uh, March. And uh, Dr. Fauci. And, he, and he, he told one whopper of a lie right there. He can't even be, tr I mean, he can't even be truthful about his, uh, his tall tales. He says, I tested Santa's level of immunity uh, after he's vaccinated. The vaccine does not give you immunity. Even the pharmaceutical companies admit that. All it does is reduce symptoms in a certain percentage of subjects in their trial that nobody else, uh, half the people can't figure out what the parameters were and how they even measured that. Most of, most of those companies use PCR tests, by the way, to measure it. So, I mean, the whole thing is bogus. It's lit, it's, there's nothing scientific about, you know, their testing or their uh, trials. And it, it, there's nothing scientific about it. If it was really scientific, they wouldn't knock it out in four months. I mean, give me a break. So there's Fauci, level of immunity. What level of immunity? You can't test a level of immunity. Either you have immunity or you don't. And the vaccines don't give immunity. So he's even lying to the children, uh, Dr. Fauci, the Grinch, the Grinch that stole Christmas, the Grinch that canceled Christmas. That's who Anthony Fauci is. He was just, he's over the moon that he's been able to crush the holiday season. He's been able to crush people's businesses. They're, they're, they're absolutely drunk on the power of these people. And they're, they're, they're sitting there getting awards and plaudits by the mainstream media. Dr. Sanjay Gupta at CNN, that's their in-house doctor, that clown. I don't mean to go out on a rant, but let me tell you who Dr. Sanjay Gupta is. Dr. Sanjay Gupta is an absolute tool of the establishment, and I'll tell you why. 
during the early days of the White Helmets, CNN sent Sanjay Gupta out to Turkey to do a, a feature on the White Helmets to educate the American public about who they were. And that was in, in sort of before they launched the White Helmets kind of as a daily uh, kind of news stream propaganda coming out of all the Al-Qaeda and ISIS-held areas in Syria, which we covered extensively of, over the years. Gupta, the one who's sitting next to, or who's with Sanjay, uh, who's with Anthony Fauci on that CNN segment there, he was the one they dispatched out to promote the White Helmets. Okay, these people are just so steeped in this stuff. It's crazy. So you know, this, is, this is what the mainstream media is. So the same propaganda machine that they use to engineer wars, and they send these, doc, quote, doctors out like Sanjay Gupta, celebrity doctors, to promote the war in Syria. And So this is the same machine they're using now. Instead of using it to destroy countries like Syria and like Libya, they've taken this machine and they've turned it on the United States They've turned it on the British people. They've turned it on the people of Europe. They've turned it on people in, in countries, Australia. They, they've run out of soft targets to colonize now. They've just pretty much destroyed and leveled everything they possibly could without any resi much resistance. And they're looking around for stuff to, 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 to destroy. And uh, they're like, well, what do we do now? Well, let's just destroy our own countries. Let's gut our own economies. Let's... You know, let's just sanction ourselves. Uh, and someone will benefit from it. Well, we already know who's benefiting from it. We already know. So there you go. So that, that that's where it's heading. So, uh, gosh, what do we do with these people? This is a new level. This is a new level. And uh, the media has just totally lost it. I'll take a break in a minute. But the last thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with here, I mean, this is just insane. They're, they're totally pressuring. Sweden's now caved under pressure to go, to go. The, the government's just gone crazy to lockdown now. Um, they've come under serious international pressure. I have it from a good source that the, the government there is under serious international pressure to conform to the, all the crazy lockdown stuff, okay? That's happening in Sweden now, unfortunately. And then you have clowns like Okay, Dan Rather. Dan Rather was meant to be like one of the most uh, celebrated journalists and television broadcasters in America. One of those voices that you trust, who's supposed to be the heir apparent to Walter Cronkite. And this guy, and it's, it's funny, his, his Twitter feed is, just describes himself perfectly. Dan Rather, journalist, storyteller, storyteller, that's the operative word here. Lifelong reader, I'm not sure about that, I don't know what he's reading. A Texan, you wouldn't know it by birth, uh, and by choice. Oh gosh. Great, uh, great patriot there from Texas, Dan Rather. So this is what he's saying. This is what he tweeted out this today. He says, Russia is attacking the United States with a massive cyber assault. Donald Trump downplays it. I guess there's a reason why the MAGA hats are red, says Dan Rather. So there's this, this, this story that's been spun up that there was a major cyber attack in America. Nobody knew about it when it happened. They sort of, after the fact, said, oh, by the way, we wrote this major cyber attack. And we think it's the Russians, or it has all the hallmarks of the Russians, or a, a foreign actor, a non-state actor, could be the Russians, probably the Russians. We think it's the Russians. 
We've been here before. It wasn't the Russians before. And I'm telling you right now, it's not the Russians this time. Okay, this has come as a total uh, convenient uh, thing that's it's filling a few functions. One of them is, this is what Klaus Schwab wants. Klaus Schwab said there's going to be a cyber attack after the pandemic. Okay, so this is fulfilling uh, his, his requirements uh, from Davos, Great Reset Central. So Klaus Schwab d- demanded a cy- major cyber event that would, uh, you know, be a catastrophe and so forth, and he gets it. And then they also get to blame the Russians. So once again, we thought China was going to take the place of any number one. No, no, no. Here's the Russians again. So there's no real evidence. There's just kind of stuff floating around. And these guys in the media, Dan Rather is not a journalist, okay? I really don't think he ever was a journalist. He sort of occasionally did journalism, but most of the time he was doing propaganda for the war machine, for the Pentagon. That's what he was doing most of the time. Now he's doing propaganda for the pharmaceutical industrial complex, for the World Economic Forum, for all the major corporations that have increased their wealth by tens of billions of dollars uh, since this pandemic began. Trillions of dollars, I might add, uh, for other groups of uh, corporations. That's who he is working for and on behalf of. And here he is with no evidence, making a statement of fact, calling himself a journalist. What a way to end your career, Dan. Again, these people won't retire. These dinosaurs are people like Fauci, and uh, there's too many of these people, Nancy Pelosi, Fauci, and they're just hanging on, they're clinging on and using social media. And they have these fawning followers who is pretty predictable where they stand on issues and politics. I don't want to go into any names or anything, but you can kind of work it out. And they're all, oh, it's so brave of you, Dan. These sort of same people that think that CNN is, is, a, is a paragon of journalistic integrity. Same type of people. Dan, Dan, no, thanks for, you're standing up to Trump. He's a Russian asset. So it's still going on. Donald Trump's a, a Russian asset. Unbelievable. I don't know what to say. I mean, they're really, anyway, Anyway, look, don't cancel Christmas, cancel Fauci. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with Hesher from ACR. He's going to let some air out of these tires. <laughs> this is the Sunday Wire. I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. Stay right there. Churchill comes over here to say we're doing splendidly But it's very cold out here in the snow Marching to and from the enemy Oh, I say it's tough, I have had enough Can you stop the cavalry? 